You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I ain't got no AKA. Yes, I do. AKA a bitch is tired. It me, I'm bitches. And I am joined by. Hey, everybody. It's Candace. You know where to find me on all social media. Uh, I ain't really thought of no AKA today. We just going to get into the, the trash. Um, I told you last week we would come back with an update about this whole Ryan Henry fucking his best friend baby mama shit and boy did it get messy after that episode so the baby mama Nina Marie or some shit like that (laughs) she went live and said that Anthony Lindsay was abusive and had put his hands on her and posted some pictures of bruises on her and then he countered with a actual police report where she is named as the abuser and that she tried to drive them off the road. And that is why he had to defend himself because they were in the car. She was fighting him. They were about to crash. And so he basically had to do what he had to do to keep them from crashing. My consistence on that is both you motherfuckers is trash. Um, anytime somebody crazy enough to initiate fights while the other party is driving, you are fucking toxic. Because not only would you take your own life and your partner's life, but more than likely the lives of innocent people also on the road. Agreed. So you are trash. And you stay with her after some trash like that. Yeah. And you are trash. Sorry. You may not have beat her ass. You may have done what you had to do to stay to, to save your life and hers and, and whoever else's. But the fact that y'all remained together years after that and even brought a child into this world, y'all are both some toxic, silly motherfuckers. That, that is my consensus on that situation. I agree with that consensus, friend. Um, I still couldn't find any proof of him being uh, anti-black woman and being a part of that weird type of brigade of black men who take pleasure in mistreating, talking down to, belittling, degrading black women. Um, but the consensus is that y'all both trash. And it's a, a a trio of trash. Yeah, I was about to say because Ryan, Ryan is still there. Um, Ryan has not said anything since he did his live um, other than admitting to the fact that he did what he did. Uh, he, he's been quiet with all the melee between his former best friend. I don't know if they're still friends. And baby mama. But um, you still trash for doing it. 
You lost your sister and your niece to a fucked up love triangle. I'm not really sure why you want to play those type of games. Because I don't know that it's enough blame blaming your mental health in the world for you to justify any of that. Um, people die in situations like that, and you you was laying very very close to home, and not only could you have put your life in danger, his baby mama life in danger, his child life in danger. But that motherfucker could have been crazy enough to come after your kids, your baby mama, people close to you. You never think, like, people who just think with their genitals, they always confuse me. Because I've had, I've, now, I've, now listen, I had <laughs> some good, <laughs> I had some good nasty time, but never enough to make me put my life in danger of somebody else's. I mean, it's, it's, it's too much porn accessible. There's too many sex toy stores. It's too many sex toys on motherfucking Amazon. Now, hell, one further, Groupon. It's too many ways to, to get a nut for you to, to, for you to be running through the streets like that. Yeah, and just get, moving reckless in the motherfucker. Just get you some Groupon Gucci and call it a day. And it's it's too many women throwing pussy at you for you to be hitting your best friend's baby mama. And I know we say that looks don't matter when people do shit like that, but this woman ain't nowhere near as fine as Rachel. Nowhere near. You hustling backwards. Well, we know Ryan don't give a shit. He just fine as kid. He don't give a shit. Ryan just he he just a he just he's a he's a walking future song, just full of toxicity and not giving a fuck. Yeah, like, fam, you are pathetic. Yes. Um, but I said we would double back to it, and that's that on that. We're gonna move on into uh Brazilis. His child, what? Talking about a talk about toxicity. Yeah. And a hot so, funky mess. Yeah. So um Hillary and Simone. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you should have beat geek junkie ass. <laughs> Did we not call that though like two episodes ago? <laughs> Did we not say that? Baby, you should have beat Geek Junkie ass. Ooh, you should have beat her ass. Ooh, 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 ooh. Did we ooh, not say that? Ooh. Baby, I would have beat the brakes off Geek Junkie. Because, baby, when I tell you both them dresses was ugly than a motherfucker. Did we not call it like, I, I I know at least I said it. Like, I don't think you should trust somebody with that name. Like, not like no shade but shade. And lo and behold, them goddamn dresses. I don't dresses. think you should trust no designer who don't have nothing ready to show you at some point. That too like also that, as well. Those dresses look like she made them in a week. I mean, mm-hmm. eat the, the silhouette, the like all of the, the material, it looked cheap, baby. You could have got that from Forever 21. 
It looked like somebody like took somebody's drapes and then just stitched them together and put them in a box. I just what the fuck was that? Dress was ugly as hell. Them big look, ass flowers. She looked like Jigglypuff. Just Jigglypuff. If they was just, and it's the thing, there are some beautiful shades of pink in the world. That wasn't one of them. That that that, that damn show wasn't one of them. It just looked like a. She just looked like it. It didn't. I didn't know if I was. First of all, go ahead, friend. Let me tell you, as a woman who has gotten married, who has dress shopped, there is a process to it, Mm -hmm. and when you do it with professionals, they're going to help you find a dress that flatters your figure. Mm -hmm. She is, and this is no shade to her. She is shaped like an apple, meaning she has a lot of bulk in her middle section. Mermaid dresses are not for women who are middle heavy. Mm-hmm. They are not. Because all they do is accentuate your midsection. So the fact that she, as a designer, never said, sis, I love you, but I'm not doing no mermaid dress for you. I don't think it'll flatter your figure. Well, that's the was, weird, that, that's the difference between a professional and, and a bitch junkie. named geek junkie, <laughs> right? <laughs> geek flunky, geek. Write that down. That, that potential show time. <laughs> potential show time. Like she, you failed your friend miserably, girl. Ooh, good God. Yeah, like we um, have to squirt. You have to go rounds. I would have fought you. Because I didn't know if um, I was looking at a dress. Uh, I didn't know if I was looking at a dress or a Pokemon evolving. I really didn't know. It it was ugly. Both of them was ugly. Then you went and designed the same gown, same exact colors, same exact details, same exact fabric. What? I, um... Mm-mm. That wasn't it. Um... Hillary and Simone, for y'all to be, for y'all to have had nothing a week ago, the event planner that y'all found last minute did really fucking well to get something for you. Yeah. Something. Because, because most nothing. wedding venues are packed out months and months, sometimes years in advance. Mm-hmm. Cause okay. then we say on the last episode, like y'all basically was just on here for the check because y'all had nothing planned, like not a damn thing. Yeah. So sh- and they did planned. like for again for that that, that planner to have get y'all something in less than a week when y'all had nothing months prior. I'm just saying. Exactly. Um, flowers complaining about creating a secret guard. Girl, do you two brocos know how much floral floral costs in a wedding? Sometimes I'm gonna be honest with you, friend. And wedding planning, sometimes the flowers are a bulk of the budget. That's how expensive flowers can get, especially if you want flowers during their off season. 
mm. and shit like that. So the fact that you thought you was gonna get something that looked like a secret garden in a week. Yeah, that was not that was y'all nice are one. a little developmentally delayed, if we were to be completely honest. Or scamming. Yeah. Just goddamn stupid as you wanna be. It's <laughs> 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 just stupid as hell. Just dumb. Just dumb as hell. Um yeah. I mean, I expect nothing less from some from two people that got on this show to to for to, to get married and didn't have nothing planned prior to going into this show. Exactly. I expect nothing less. It was a hot funky mess. And that's just what we gonna that's where we gonna leave it at. It was a the, hot mess. Uh, the highlight but the wedding the, the wedding did go off. It did happen. It did. And for it to all have been put together in a week um, it wasn't as tacky as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, but I, 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 I give that up to the, to the, to the planner that they got because they worked a miracle. Because it, it could have been a lot worse. Because I would have honestly, told it should have been a lot worse. To be honest, gone down to the church house. That, hello. The courthouse. Hello. Because honestly, that should have been way worse of, of of an event. Yep. But the highlight of the episode for me was definitely them ugly ass dresses. Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it, was like, it was like the dresses, like like it was like somebody put on their child's like science project and shit as a dress. Like this don't slap. Like this pink don't. This pink don't pink. Yeah, it was awful. Terrible. Terrible. Never, never, never get junkie again to do a goddamn thing. Never, never again. Never again in life. Never. Don't do it. Because no. she really played in your goddamn face. Like y'all, y'all need y'all need to square up, to be honest. She played in your face. Because that was just that's that that was disrespectful. The disrespect that she gave was enough for them just to be ugly as hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I was like, wow. So then we got the Nigerian Express. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to be honest. Um... <laughs> yeah. Anytime a Nigerian person is educated, they are pretty obnoxious. Like she is so obnoxious. Yeah. Like it's 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 a stereotype for a reason. I, hell, we're gonna get into another one on a different show later on, to be honest. Yeah. Cause cause mm, Mm. Mm. Yeah, so first of all, um, them wigs, child. I, I'm not obnoxious. Um, I definitely wasn't a bridezilla. We've discussed this, but anytime a bride 
make their bridesmaids get on diets to be in their weddings, that should be a key sign of the type of bride they're going to be. And you should run from the opportunity to be in that wedding. Yeah. Like, it should be a huge pass. Because what she's saying is how you look now is not good enough to be in my wedding. And that's mean as fuck. Yeah, it's very mean. Like I, 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 like, I saw that and I'm just like, so are you saying that you don't fuck with your girls for real, for real like that? Because uh, as far as I could tell, like, nothing is wrong with, with nothing is wrong with these brides. Like at all, like and if and if, you if, was if, doing if, all of that, and them dresses was ugly as fuck. They was also ugly. Like if 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 you could get a bride's a bride's wedding dress to be tailor fit to to your you know to your um to your body type, like you were saying earlier, Candace, your damn sure could do that for bridesmaids' dresses as well. So first I of all, you a lawyer? What the fuck made you think you was a de- a fashion designer? Well, that Designing them ugly well. ass, ill-fitting dresses. <laughs> when a dress is ill-fitting on even somebody that is smaller and has a more uh, not a, I, I want to watch the words I say because I don't believe there's anything as such as a good or a bad shape, but a shape that is more uh, so- societally accepted. Yes. That that clothing is typically made for mm-hmm. curvier women, slimmer women. When a dress is ill-fitting on slimmer and curvier women, the dress is fucking shitty. Them pink ass dresses was a mess. Yeah, pink just did not slap in this episode. Yeah, y'all gave pink a bad name. Y'all gave pink episode. a bad name. Y'all didn't do what y'all had to do for pink and it shows. No, no, you didn't. Like y'all, y'all already played in pink face. You owe pink an apology. Yeah, pink's dead. Mourn her. You need to say sorry. Yeah, you will not see heaven. No. For what y'all did to pink in this episode, you will not see heaven. No. Y'all didn't do pink right. Mm-mm. Justice for pink. And you should go to jail. Yes. Under the jail, honestly. Because pink didn't deserve yeah. that. Pink is pink is a nice color. There are very good shades of pink and, 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 and hues of pink. Pink didn't deserve them ugly dresses associated with his hue. Y'all didn't. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Y'all need y'all face slap. As my friend once said, y'all need y'all face slap. Now, one thing I do love about, um, you know, generations of Africans in America, I do love the two wedding thing. I think that is very fun. Um, I I do love that they don't just erase their culture for American assimilation. I, I do love it. Um, whenever I've seen them like on the internet, on my timeline and stuff, they're always beautiful, always fun, um, full of love, full of family, full of fellowship. And I I love that aspect of what, you know, Africans here in America do and pay homage to their culture as well. 
Um, so I do love the idea, but her attitude so stank. Yeah. But the highlight of their situation is the venue owner. Because the way he called purple ghetto ass color schemes <laughs> and was telling her how to run her wedding and she talking about she the Whitney and he the Mariah. You ain't none of that because if he decides you can't have your wedding there, you ain't got shit. Right. But Baby, he, he was a bit extra. Yeah, he. But yeah. I also loathe when she put her hands on him to turn him around. Don't do that, sis. Don't ever get that comfortable with no strangers. Right. I ain't like that at all. You don't need to put your hands on nobody. Um, yeah, but like he was a bit extra, but I was also laughing because it's like uh, Miss Mamas. Um, if this nigga decide you ain't gonna have this wedding here, then guess what? You're not gonna have it because this is his shit. <laughs> Exactly. Now, was he extra? Yes, but then he him. he met he met the extra with her, he met he met her extra with his extra. Exactly. But yeah, don't put your hands on nobody, let alone a stranger, let alone somebody you working with. Like, girl, what? <laughs> Where is the professionalism? Non-existent. But then again, I suppose if we, you know, if you had professionalism, then we wouldn't have the show called Brazilla. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. Good to hear a look, everybody. Definitely true. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that was, that's pretty much it until next week. Oh, the dowry. <sighs> that man doing what he got to do to contribute his part to the situation. Mm-hmm. What is your goddamn problem, woman? Everything. The, an- the answer is in the question. Like, what is your damn issue? I just didn't understand. Like, just... he... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it. And why aren't you putting up with that? Yeah, it kind of reminded me a little bit of some of the the people that we see on. I know it's a a whole different show, but it kind of reminded me just a little bit of some of the people we watch on Love at the Lockup, just putting up with like the most stankest of attitudes and ungratefulness and bullshit. So it's like, sir, you don't you don't have to put up with this. You can be like, girl, if you don't relax. Exactly. The like. Like, I just I just didn't understand why she was flipping out on him and he's contributing and doing his part and doing what he doing what needs to be done. So it's like what what is what what is the issue? Would you rather him not be doing a damn thing? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, far be it for me to 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 question someone else's standards. But to um the op, the nigga could not do shit. If we was to be honest, he's pulling his weight and then some. So, like, what again? What is? I just didn't understand what the issue was. Like, do you want yeah, the nigga to turn into Jesus? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> do you want him to make water into wine? I just what is the, what, what 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 was the reason?
Exactly. What like what was going on, sis? We're gonna see the the finale of that episode next week. I want to see how both wins come out. Her dress looked very pretty, and it did not go with them goddamn pink bridesmaids dresses. That's the part that got me confused. Yeah. Like ugh, everything's supposed to be cohesive. If you go in glamour, your bridesmaids dress is supposed to be glamorous. So I I, I don't know. It's not know, supposed sis. to be it's supposed to be glam and glam, not glam Help and me sham. Understand. And don't have bridesmaids if you one of them brides that feel like your bridesmaids gotta look ugly so you could look the best. You gave me literally a show wedding day. The attention is gonna be on you regardless. You know what it gave me? Remember um the last episode? I think remember that girl Mackenzie? The the bippity bop girl, stupid ass. Yeah. Gave, when she how how she did that the um oh who was uh mad that the uh that the girl was dancing sexy yeah that's what it gave me yeah like I don't know why y'all want yeah, y'all homegirls exactly to be ugly at y'all wedding you right mm-hmm, that's what it gave me I don't know why y'all want y'all just don't invite her hello. Like that's insulting. Like it's your day. Like you said, Ken, it's literally the it's 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 literally your day, and you just want your your homegirls over here, people that come here to support you and on your day, you just want them to look ugly. I don't get that. Like how you how you insecure on a day that's about you. Exactly. <sighs> make it make sense. For no reason. For none. I, I, I couldn't do it because I'll pick up on that shade immediately. But you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You enjoy your day. I won't be participating. Get the hell look. Because don't invite me to no shit, and you got a hidden agenda. Exactly. I say fuck that. I think that's that's it for, yep. for that. Um, before we move on, I, real quick, uh, are we going to b- touch briefly on uh, <laughs> uh, Peter Guns hosting Cheetos? Did you see that? Um, yeah, I th- I th- yeah, I thought that was common knowledge. I I did not know. I'm like not, that I, came out months ago. I didn't know, friend. I didn't know. I just saw it recently. I didn't know. Yeah. That well, I mean, he does have experience yeah. in the field, so you know. I'm sorry, like I I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that until who's I saw it on our good sis Brooke page because she was talking about it, but I did I didn't know it until last night. I was just like, ain't this about a bitch a a serial cheater? Yep, yeah, I nigga- didn't know it. Came, that news came out some. That news came out some months ago. I say I ain't no. I apologize. And I remember saying to myself, "The motherfucking irony." Listen, listen. Call inside house. Yep. Um. But all right, that was my bad. I I didn't know that was just news to me because I saw it on Brooke Page last night. Speaking of which, shout out to Brooke. Yeah. We got to have our good sis back on. Um. Correct. 
So we've been getting asked about adding an own series to the lineup called Ready to Love. Um, this one is called Ready to Love Last Resort. It is season two of the series. I checked out the casting special. And at first I'm gonna read to you um, what's on the own site. Okay. And it says, Ready to Love, a dating series from Will Packer uh, and Lighthearted Entertainment explores the real-life dating interactions of sexy, successful, and grown Black men and women in their 30s and 40s who are each looking for lasting love and an authentic relationship. A unique twist on a typical dating show, Ready to Love, highlights the men's observations and experiences in the search for love. Season two is taking place in Houston, Texas, and all 20 people are living together on a resort. It's 10 men and 10 women. Mm. First of all, <laughs> looking at relationships from a man's perspective is not unique. Like that's literally society. Like I just wanted ever. to get that off my chest. Like society's whole. Um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So. No. So I I watched it to get a a peep for the twenty people, and then I checked out a couple episodes from season one to see if it would be worth adding it in. And guess what? Season one was good, messy. In the first episode, when the singles met each other, shit was getting messy. So okay. it gave me some hope for season two because in season one, it took place in Atlanta. Mm. They were not all living together. This time they're living in basically a hotel resort. And so they're getting to see the person they may be connecting with also connecting with other people. That is a good recipe. So it was like this. a bunch of entanglements. Uh, yeah, that's what it was giving me. Yeah. Hotel entanglement, if you will. So I'm just gonna read off the the 20 people, what they do and their age. And let me say, out of the 20 people, a good majority of them are very attractive. Okay. They didn't lie about the attractive part. Okay. Some very good looking folks on here. Well, of good. all shades and complexions. Uh, they do not really span all body sizes. Um, they have one thicker woman on here, but she is a very shapely thick. Uh, not an all out big girl, no heavier men. So that's the one drawback I see of this show is basically saying if you don't fit a certain body type, you it's aren't not very inclusive in sexy. that regard. It's the one, yeah, it's not very inclusive in that regard. But when it comes to complexions and, you know, things that in age ranges, um, it is very inclusive. So we'll start with Calfani. He is 38. He is a professional bodybuilder and a coach. Okay. Rashid is 42. He is a luxury car broker. 
basically he rents uh not rents he basically remember baps when the nigga wanted to uh start a luxury uh cab service car car service yeah i do remember that that's yes. basically what rashid is doing he's a luxury car broker he was married for 10 years he's been divorced too okay brian is 35 he's an education consultant joy is 38 she's a management consultant london yes <laughs> uh, you whispering in my ear like you a ghost um <laughs> london Adri- the ghost. <laughs> exactly adriana is 31 and she's a realtor winter oh alicia is 38 and she's a and she's gonna slam the door alicia is 38 <laughs> and she's a clinic manager winter is 40 and she's a small business consultant. David is 36. He's a chemical operator and a cowboy. Jay mm. is 43 and he's he owns a real estate business and he's a real estate broker. Simone is 37 and he's an attorney. I mean, she's an attorney, sorry. Samuel is 36 and he's a visual artist. Denise is 38 and she's a track and field coach. Shay is 40. She's a private chef and a caterer. Raymond is 52. He is a professional guitarist. Uh, Naya is 42 and she is a salon owner. Christopher is 41. He's a radio personality who goes by KG Smooth. On some Houston radio uh, station. I think I've heard of it. I've heard that name before. Yeah. Uh, Edwin is 39. He's a chef and a veteran employer liaison. Danielle is 41. She is a oil and gas project coordinator. Anthony is 35. He is a student support manager. And Alexandria is 32. And she is an implementation specialist. Um, Quite a wide variety of professions. Wide variety of professions. um, Nice range of ages. Like I said, if you... uh, The actual first episode will premiere this coming Friday, October 30th. And the singles will all be introduced to each other. In the previews, it looks like there's a lot of sexual chemistry, um, and it looks like it's gonna be a lot of mess. Look like it's gonna. So, what I'm gathering from it is it's gonna be a lot of fucking and a lot of ducking. A lot of fucking and fighting. Yeah, that too. Um, and so, I just wanted to give the listeners a brief introduction. If you plan on watching it, um, we're going to be watching it from the beginning. But then there was a preview for something else that caught my eye that may go on Ratchet Reloaded. And there's a show called Put a Ring on It that follows three veteran couples who are not engaged and have not planned to get married, but they have been together an outlandishly long time. And one person in the relationship is now fed up 
with the boyfriend girlfriend shit. And so, so the, the Jim and Christian special, basically. That's that's who they needed to get on there. If we were gonna be honest, <laughs> yeah, gonna be honest about like as it. soon as you did the description, that's the first people that popped in my head. Yeah, exactly. You're right about that. Um, but we're gonna move on to Potomac season five, episode 12, fully charged. Um, I don't I still don't see it for Wendy. Nope, but absolutely this, not. This is an interesting part of her story that I want them to keep exposing. So Wendy's husband, Eddie, parents have severed ties with them due to their severe disdain for Wendy's parents and to the point that they did not come to their wedding eight years ago. And, and they have never met their grandchildren. Mm. three kids never met any of them um eddie extended a text invitation to a sip and see for their most recent baby girl cameron um and then we cut to ashley yeah and then we cut to ashley and michael in therapy and this is the thing why are people surprised when white men are pieces of shit? I'm, I kind of blame social media because we talk about black men's shortcomings within the community and then white and then women start doing shit like you better date outside the race. You better, you better get you a Dylan and leave Deontay alone. But who y'all think wrote the book? Who's got the blueprint for being pieces of shit to women? I think not to go too deep but just to add on to that I think and especially like in recent years 2016 I think it's been so much of a focus on niggas getting their shit together or being held accountable rightfully so and also white women that white men are just over there like well shit ain't nobody paying attention to me so you know I'm, I'm just over here chilling I think that might be a part of it as well yeah we we gotta have honest conversations because always and forever, white men, black, men, black men are the majority in men. Black men do not hold the power that white men hold. Who do y'all think created patriarchy? Where do you think misogyny came from? White men as a whole, by and by, historically and into the now, are pieces of shit. That needs to be said. Literally, literally, everybody else learned it from them. Literally. Yes. Um, Michael blames his indiscretions on the lack of attention Ashley has given him because she's given it all to baby Dean. First things first. I want to punch him in the... Go ahead. I just want to punch him in the face. That is a baby, you old bitch. Yo, baby. That is a infant that can't do shit for himself but pee pee and shit on his goddamn self like you only thing babies could do on their own is cry and shit that's it literally they can't feed themselves can't bathe themselves most of them can't put their goddamn self to sleep 
Like, Can't do you, know the, you know the thing yet. that you know the thing that really irritated me when he said that, friend, is like he is blaming his indiscretions on Ashley giving too much attention good, to the baby. Oh, Ashley being the mother that she absolutely should be. That because part. at this point in the episode, baby Dean is only four months. Right. I know he a little chunky monkey. That's from the breastfeed. Breastfed babies be chunky. It's cute as fuck. Yes. He is four fucking months at this point in the episode. You are literally jealous of a four-month-old. A baby that you wanted with your wife. Right, that you helped create and you are mad and and stepping on their wife and blaming her that she's actually being a mother. Why aren't you being a dad? Because she's spending all the time with the baby. Why aren't you? Like, why aren't you when you exactly. come home from that, when you come home from work? Why if Ashley is there being a mother, where the fuck are you? Because that is your child too. Like you can't be a dad with her while she be a mother to Dean. It's all gotta be on let, her. Let's fucking talk about it. That's what pissed me off so bad about it. It's like, okay, she being a mom and giving all the attention. Why aren't you also giving attention, the attention? Because she's being a stay-at-home mom. You're doing the working. Okay, but when you get off from work, why aren't you also there being a parent? Because this is your child too. Exactly. So how does Ashley get to be the only parent in the situation, but also the blame for you stepping out on your family? Make it make sense. Exactly. Your old white piece of shit. I want to exactly. punch him in the face when he said that shit. I'm not going to hold you. Yep. Go ahead, friend. I, that just pissed me off so bad when he, when I was watching it. Yep. Um. So Ashley basically tries to put her foot down saying, if you do this shit again, I'm leaving you. Um, okay, sis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Mm. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> we, <laughs> we cut to Giselle, FaceTime, and Jamal, whose little descriptor at the bottom says uh, ex-husband slash boyfriend. I love the shade. Yes. Love, love it. it. Love it. Mwah. Chef's kiss. We cut to Karen and Ray decorating for Halloween. Because literally, we like this episode is a year old. Like, if Karen is decorating for Halloween in this episode, we're talking about Halloween in 2019. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. We at Halloween 2020 now. Yeah, so this had to be a year but old. But to see Ray carrying a corpse, is a corpse carrying a corpse, that's crazy. <laughs> that is very crazy this corpse and on corpse violence must cease yeah um I, I'm not seeing it for Ray this season um people change in marriages a lot of times for the worse some um, and times for the better I think the Karen that we seeing is a Karen that is changing for the better because Karen has raised kids with Ray, has been supportive of Ray's career, and now she's finding some for herself. And it's like Ray is trying to stifle her flame. 
and he's not taking any steps to embrace her her dreams embrace the things that she want to do now that they're empty nesters he's so caught up in having the Karen he once had but meanwhile when he was catching hell when he was going through it with the tax shit Karen was there 10 toes down and catching hell because of him or on his behalf I mean, literally, hey, we literally j- friend was dogging the shit out of her. I, I was just about to say, we literally dragged Giselle, and we literally just dragged the Tacky Lackeys last episode because of how they treated Karen because of Ray, because she was 10 toes down for Ray. So to see him not reciprocate that is very, um, it's not good. It's it's not good. I do not like it. Do not, do not approve. Do not approve. Mm-mm. Um. Candace decides to press charges against Monique for second degree assault, and I just was rolling my goddamn eyes. Like, yeah, I was because we already because it's like we already know what happened in real life. We saw that shit get thrown the fuck out, so it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, bitch, Bob, no, you okay. must think we boo boo the fucking fool. It's like okay, girl, okay, um, sure, Jane, sure. Robin decides to show up on time for a sip and see. I guess having tax problems make you get places on time. <laughs> so so you can be in as much of the episode as possible for that check. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because she showed up to goddamn sip and see two hours early. Yeah, you know she Robin ain't never on, on time fucking, for, a, for a goddamn thing. Not even her own birthday party, but she on time for a sip and see and by two hours. Bitch, please. Mm-hmm. Mama trying um, to look all that all that screen time for that chick. Listen, cause she owe what everything in Texas, almost six figures. Mm-hmm. That she don't. Um, why the fuck Ashley can't follow instructions? If she ain't bringing that baby every goddamn where like a clutch bag, <laughs> she fought. She can't. She ain't following instructions. The thing. Wait, you know what just came to my. <laughs> She carrying Dean like a baby Birkin. <laughs> exactly. She carried all she carried him around like a goddamn purse. But when she ain't doing that, you can't follow dress code instructions. The theme was pink. Here you show up in purple dressed like a goddamn 80s Barbie. <laughs> Just looking a fucking mess. I hate when people do that. If people give you a, a, a dress code for a for an event. Please fucking follow it or don't fucking come. Yeah, if you can't follow it, don't come. Um, Eddie's parents did not show up. That is some deep-rooted disdain. Right. To I wanna, I wanna not that. want Damn. to have any relationship with your grandkids because of your in-laws. Yeah, like I, I, I agree with what you were saying earlier when you like broached it. Like I hope, but again, neither of us are here for Wendy. However, I, I watch this show because I love Miss and I want to know. I hope that they keep going with this for Wendy, so we can find out what happened. So, what happened and- because it you don't just sever your ties to the point where you have never met any of your grandchildren, like your own this grandchildren. Deep seated shit and i want to know and i want to know what the fuck wendy's mama did that they was like fuck them kids literally like i want to know 
I want to know. We need to know. And if if they keep going with this and we get more details, it'll keep Wendy out of the other girl shit where she's insufferable. Correct. Um, Candace and Chris finally show up. And by this point, the news is breaking that she's pressed charges against Monique and that Monique could face five to 12 years in jail. They Giselle and Robin, who have been super team Candace, think that trying to send Monique to jail for five years is a bit of an overreaction. Mm. And Candace is like, no, it's not. I want her prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. This the thing. Mm. you bitches were so busy trying to keep up shit so that you could have a storyline and somewhere to stick your nose that you never really thought of the ramifications of the games you were playing Mm. with these two women Mm. because I don't fuck with Candace in any capacity I think that she tried to put on as good a front as possible to seem like a victim However, in situations like this, even if you take it off camera, these can be some of the possibilities. You put your hands on people, you could end up in jail. Y'all instigated this. Mm -hmm. Y'all instigated it behind the scenes and in front of the cameras. Mm -hmm. Every time y'all had an opportunity to step in and say, hey, no, no, no. Let's no. Like Candace, give it a rest. It's Liter- not that easy. Literally at the fight. What do we say? Literally, G- Giselle and Robin y'all waited. It literally took Karen and then production to start breaking things up. Y'all stood there and watched uh, Candace egg Monique on. Mm-hmm. Y'all stood there and watched Monique get ramped up and riled up. Mm-hmm. Y'all stood there when the hair flicking and the vest touching started mm-hmm. and y'all stood there at the first sign of the hair grab yet now it's too Candace far. is overreacting it's too far when y'all was no. just dragging the shit out of Monique at Karen's house but now it's too y'all far. are sick fools and just Candace I won't even address you because like Jeremy said, in real time, the shit was thrown out. Can't, uh, Monique filed counter charges against you. Um, and after they reviewed all the evidence, got all the statements, it was decided that y'all were both aggressors in the situation and one hand washed the other. Pretty much. And that's what we said because that's pretty much what the fuck happened. Now, I don't have... And I don't think I will ever have going forward an ounce of respect for Robin and Giselle. Because y'all have never tried to instigate things amongst two lighter women on the show. Mm. Y'all explicitly went for the two darker women, the two women who were building a very close friendship, and you stuck yourself in the center and created mess and now it's oh no don't do that the jail really don't know that no 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 fuck y'all right performative performative patties performance on both ends on both ends you were performing 
you were performing in the prosecution of no pun intended of Monique at Karen's house and now you're performing about the 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 perceived ramifications of Candace pressing charges in a situation where neither of you stepped in to defuse the situation. Yep. And so Ashley, who don't got shit to lose, comes out, guns blazing, and tells Candace, you started the altercation. You started it with that toast. Which she did. That is antagonizing. You started it, you started it by antagonizing. Yep. Because that's what you do. And that's basically what Ashley told her. That's what you do. You have a history of antagonizing people. Wow. And then when they get ready to snatch your motherfucking wig back, then it's, I feel so violated. I considered <laughs> her a real friend. She was over to my she house. Was... I played with her children. Well, you got a funny way of showing the bitch. Mm talking to bitches that's running around spreading rumors about me having an abortion instead of a miscarriage and cheating mm. on my husband and my baby not being my husband mm. but belonging to my trainer be like bitch you ain't never been no friend to me mm. let's talk about it it ain't gonna never be mm. and that's exactly why the judge exactly what Ashley said that's why again in real time that's why they threw that shit out Cause they was yep. like, well, they were like, they was like, well, Monique was wrong for putting your hands on her, but girl, you antagonized her, so you wrong for starting the fight. So this is washed. Yep. And then the Candace that we all actually know finally shows up. Mm -hmm. the, the antagonizer, the bitch with the mouth mm -hmm. who don't know when to shut the fuck up, but can't actually fight. Mm -hmm. Candace gets mad and tells Ashley she's on Monique's payroll. Ashley says, why would I need to be on Monique's payroll when I'm married to a millionaire? <laughs> and Candace... <laughs> <and> Can <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when the big joker come out, I mean, you know, I mean... And Candace being upset and not and trying to find a deeper dig and the, and the one full of vitriol that we all know says not for long. And after trying to take low blows, her husband turns around looks at her through gritted teeth and tells her to shut up. Like at the table full of women, Chris told Monique to, told Candace to shut up. I love it. Told her to shut up and he looked disgusted. And if we was to be honest, Chris will never come out and say it but Chris absolutely understand why his wife got her wig yanked like she did. Yeah. Chris knows his wife. Like, cause listen, listen, we've seen, they've been on this show for what? Two, three seasons. Now, when have we ever seen Chris co-sign Candace bullshit? I am. The only time Chris and Candace were ever in agreement is when it came to Michael's uh, sexual assault charges. And I think Candace was coming from a place of maliciousness. Chris was just like, bro, you creepy. That is the only time they really been in lockstep about something. Otherwise, Chris don't, Chris know his wife be on some bullshit. <laughs> he know. Yeah. He know. He knows. Now, if somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, I'll gladly retract, but I, I don't think we've ever seen Chris go up from Candace's bullshit. No, we haven't. And he tries to hold her accountable. Keyword tries, because, I mean, it's it's her. You know, she got the self-awareness of a goddamn goldfish. But still, you know, like, Chris don't go up for that bullshit. Next week, uh, 
we see this tonight, should I say, tonight we see the showdown between the Grand Dame and um, Candace because Candace is mad that Karen will not take her side. And Karen, much like Ashley, believes that Candace had a hand in this situation. She mm-hmm. was antagonizing Monique. She knew that she was, and she's nobody's victim. Not at all. And she's not going to throw Candace under the bus and not make Candace hold herself accountable. Because see, yeah, she's not going to throw Monique under the bus. Sorry, because what we do know, little Miss Bitch, <laughs> is that she was just admitting to Dr. Ken that you were antagonizing Monique. Mm-hmm. After he that you could have handled yourself differently and you opted not to. Mm-hmm. Listen, you can play in the tacky lackey's face because they always got an agenda, but you can't play in, fo- with, in the face of folks that got sense. Including your damn husband, which is why he told you to shut up. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. That was it for this week. And we're going to be back next week with this showdown tea. Because um, one thing motherfuckers cannot do is bully Karen into a corner. And if that's what she said, that's what she said. That's how she feel. And ain't nothing you're going to do about it. Stay mad. And I'm just looking forward to the rest of the season. Because I'm looking forward to Ashley and Candace getting into it and Chris and Michael getting into it and Candace acting like that ghetto, the ghetto uh, hood rat bitch that she accused Monique of being. Mm-hmm. So I I'm ready for play. that. I'm ready to see the, the, the mayhem between Juan and Robin because um, he seems very perturbed. I think tonight we get to see some bullshit conversation between Jamal and Giselle. Ugh. Uh, they got the chemistry of a of a, a dog and a goddamn I don't know. They don't have no chemistry. They got the chemistry of a dog and an otter. Absolutely. It just it I can't it see ain't it going. Correct. They just faking so, it for these cameras so could you, so so Giselle broke ass could get a check. Yep. Absolutely. So that's it. Yep. We'll be we'll back see next y'all week. Back next week. Yeah, I'll be same good. Time, same place. Stay your ass home. Please stay y'all asses at home. Please. It's still a pandemic out here. It is a goddamn hey. pandemic. Niggas is dying. Literally. Literally, uh, niggas is dying. Niggas is dying. Literally. We are the ones dying. We are the most at-risk group for COVID death. So, Stay y'all ass at home and wear your stay mask. Home. Thank you. And wash your motherfucking hands. And yeah, your bed sheets. Correct. Um, that's it. We out.